Hello everyone, this is Sekou Gary coming to you on the Sekou Gary Podcast. This is a show where we talk about achieving success, dealing with the trials and tribulations that come along the path to success, and just maintaining your personal happiness. And quite frankly, uh, many other topics will come up, basically whatever comes to mind or whatever I feel like talking about, I'll explore I'll explore. But right now we're in a very critical time. Um, it's October 2020. And you've probably seen a lot of promotions and commercials about getting out to vote. And this is a very, very heated topic for a long time. But um, this year, when you add the social injustice element that we've experienced that has been exposed, should I say, and put on a a grand stage. And we've had an overwhelming reaction from from people from all races. Makes voting a much bigger deal because President Trump has been directly linked into um, I guess uh, inciting some of this some of this racial tension that we experience today uh, in various ways and various examples all the way back going back to Charlottesville Virginia where he didn't want to say that the white supremacists were bad people and he wanted to lump everybody together as people just not getting along opposed to identifying, you know, the problem. And um, most recently in the first presidential debate, and it may be the last presidential debate depending on the COVID-19 situation and President Biden, well, not really President Biden, President Trump said he refused to debate virtually. So we'll see how that goes. It's supposedly clear you know, disease, but getting back to the vote, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, you know, a high, a high contention point in America right now, um, which way this election is going to go, and particularly, I've, I've had this, a debate within the black community for years, um, but a lot of people said that, you know, they don't think that voting one way or another is going to change anything. Um, I've had people tell me that, you know, the elections were already decided and it doesn't matter, you know, which way we vote or not. The outcome is determined and we have nothing to do with it. You know, I've heard, you know, all these types of things and, um, and leading up to um, the vote, you know, we've had big campaigns to get the black community involved with the black with the vote. Uh, the black vote has always been it's always been important because it's always had a, the potential to swing the election. If you have, you know, half of the people feel this way and half of the people feel that way. Half of the people are Republicans. You know, half of the people are Democrats. Just theoretically speaking, it's not a perfect half, but you know, it changes from election to election 
but the basis pretty much stay the same. You know, it's, it's like, what can we do to get an extra edge? Okay, the Democrats, a long time ago, identified um, the African-American community as a community that would be more likely to support its platforms than the Republican um, Party. And, you know, rightfully so, because Democrats have always advocated um, big government, government programs, um, you know, government assistance, things of that nature that people in the African-American community and not only that community, but people in that community especially, um, you know, partake in. And there's other um, similarly situated demographics that, uh, you know, the Democratic Party has traditionally um, had the support of because um, they advocated more programs that would help benefit these demographics than the Republican Party. And recently, um, if you listen to a lot of people, and if everywhere from political analysts to just celebrities and, and you know influencers, which I think you know it's important to listen to everybody because everybody makes up America. It's cool just to listen to political analysts, but you want to know how just everyday people feel about what's going on, because that's, that's the pulse of the country. It's not just what is reported on CNN or reported on Fox. And, and actually, I you can watch Fox and CNN on the exact same day, watch them cover the exact same stories, but you think you're living in two different countries because the news is reported totally, totally differently, depending on which station um, that you're watching. And Fox is a big Republican-supporting Station CNN is a big, you know, Democrat supporting station. But back to the vote, people have um, in the black community debated whether it mattered or not. And, and you know, a few years ago we had uh, Sean Diddy Combs lead the Voter Die campaign and just to get the black vote out, you know. And <clears throat> I think when when Barack Obama ran for president. The black vote did come out, you know, bigger than ever because, you know, that was something that was a once in a lifetime experience for, for many people. I'm sure that was many, many, many people's first time voting, uh, African-Americans, uh, that presidency because they, they, they felt like, um, you know, they were attached to it. And before, it's just that, you know, we would vote, uh, you know, Democrat. Because Democratic, because they offer more programs and policies that would benefit our demographic, which is, you know, pretty simple concept. It's a no-brainer. But now um, you have people, you know, this time around, um, and I saw it, I, I saw it brewing when COVID first started. And people were saying things, and I, I didn't know that they were going in this direction with it. But um, they were saying, um, certain people were saying, well, you know, I, I just don't think we should just give the black way, the black vote away. We, we need to negotiate something. We don't need to get the vote away for free. We, we don't need to just vote Democrat just because they think we will or we're used to us doing that. 
let's get more on the table, you know. And I, I was listening to, and it, it, I, I, you know, I agree with it that um, that we should get, you know, um, more of our interests uh, on the table and addressed, you know, if possible, because you, you you never have any more leverage um, in a negotiation than, you know, before an election, as far as politics. Um, if you help somebody, give somebody their support before the vote comes in, and, you know, they make you promises, and hopefully they'll live up to them. But, you know, once once they've already gotten into office, then you're going up to Capitol Hill and asking for things for people that, um, who aren't under pressure of having to be reelected, you know, it could be um, a long experience. You just be on the clock, you get pushed around. And um, politicians, they they do things when um, they know that it's going to be seen. And look at me wrong, they do things all year long. They do their jobs. There's a lot of, you know, hardworking people out there in politics, too. But um, quite frankly... When it's election time, people have to start saying things that they've done and things that they're going to do, and they have to start, you know, proving themselves. You know, so it's election time now, so there's not going to be any better time to, um, you know, to ask for the things you want before you commit, you know, your vote. And I get, I, I, you know, I get that part, and... I think that the the Democratic Party did make somewhat a mistake. They left an opening. They left an opening with the the things that they didn't do. And now you have uh, Donald Trump coming with uh, this platinum plan. and, and, um, And you can just tell that he sat back and he looked at what the Democrats didn't do for the African American community and said, you know, I'm I'm gonna make that a platform and try to you know try to win these people over. And so um, you start talking about monies for black colleges and um, repealing the um, the crime bill, you know, rolling that back that, you know, quite frankly did imprison a lot of African Americans. And um, with um, with a lot of harsh sentences, um, it is you know it is what it is, and everything. So you gave him that opening because um, you know you could have done that before he even brought it up, and you knew those problems existed. But you kind of counted that vote in your pocket, so it was you know it wasn't the squeaky wheel, so you know you weren't going to bring that oil out until. Basically, you know, Trump kind of shamed him into doing it. And I'm not, this is not Donald Trump's support because his intention, it wasn't, you know, it's not, it's a tactic. It's not um, that he cares because um, (laughs) in the same, the same, the same day that he'll be talking about a platinum plan, he will be, you know, inciting um, a racist, uh, white supremacist group to rally behind him. So, getting back to the the, the, the point of this this um this discussion 
is the black community debating, um, you know, which way to go. And they're saying, well, Trump's got these things on the table and, you know, I, you can't really, you know, trust anybody in politics. So you just have to, you know, go with somebody that's doing, you know, something for you. And, um, and I recently found out that um, Ice Cube has come out in, in support of uh, the, the Trump Platinum Plan. From what I understand, that he had a plan of his own and some kind of way he got in contact with the Trump administration and they looked at something on the plan. I haven't you know, fully read everything you know, on this yet, and I, and I will, but just surface facts, I'll be you know, pretty pretty vague, um, I mean, pretty general, actually, at this point, but um, they told him that they agreed with some of the things he was saying, and he came out supporting, and leading up to it, like I was saying, leading up to this, like the corona, I saw Ice Cube, you know, on, on his Instagram, and first of all, you know, um, Ice Cube, man, I look up to the, I, I used to look up to the guy, you know, and I, I'm not saying I stopped because of now, it's just that, you know, I'm, I'm grown now. But, you know, there was a time where I would have literally fought you if you said something bad about Ice Cube. You know what I mean? If you go back to like 1992, 1991, 1992, 93, 94, 95, you know, this guy was absolutely my favorite rapper. Um, and he basically invented a whole genre of rap, gangster rap, which basically is the predominant brand of rap music to this day and has been for the last 30 years ever since um, Straight Outta Compton came out you know all the majority of mainstream rappers have um, used the gangster rap style and when I say that I, I mean <clears throat> just uh, being fully expressive you know cursing and talking about the, uh, the streets in a raw way just giving a real a real account of what's going on in the street and just in a, in a, in a raw, real way. And um, so, you know, he, he's a, you know, he's a legend in the African-American community and he's always, well, not always, but over his career, he draws to the point where, no, actually, no, always, um, from his first album, just talked about, um, it's had a political vibe to him for uh, the African American community and analyzing, you know, um, our our situation and waking people up to the fact of what's going on around them. Whether it's just to make songs about you know being drafted into the army and um, just different things, um, you know, paying taxes and and just the different things that you know we have to deal with. But he, so he's always been. Um, somewhat a political political rapper and um, an advocate, you know, for the African American community. And I saw him on Instagram saying, like, yeah, I'm months and months and months and months ago saying, yeah, you know, I, I just don't think the black vote we should just give it away. You know, we don't we're gonna give it away. And I understood what he said. I'm, you know, I'm looking at it like, you know, number one, everybody can vote whatever way they want to vote. But I'm looking at it like, okay, well, yes, we're going to make Democrats put some more stuff on the table. You know what I mean? Um, so let, let's hold them accountable before we just, you know, turn it over. Um, you know, and, you know, that's, that, that's where I'm thinking he's coming from. And I didn't really see him 
I didn't really see this coming, him siding with Trump. And if there's something, you know, if, if, if there's something in the plan that benefits us, that, that's one thing. But <clears throat> there's got to be a lot of trust um, here when you deal with campaign promises. And when you start looking to trust people, you have to use the real life principles that you choose to trust people by in real life. Like, you look at what you know about them, their past actions and your past dealings with them and their attitudes and, and you gauge, you know, is this person gonna be sincere or not? And with President Donald Trump, you have somebody that, um, you know, has pretty much openly supported um, racial division. And, you know, he, any, any it's, it's just tough even if there is something on the platform for people to trust somebody that that uh, feels that you know your race is inferior in, in so many ways, or supports people that advance those propositions, and um, and just I mean, if you can't see um, the problem there as as an African American. Um, you know, something's wrong. And I'm not saying you can't vote Republican or do whatever you want to do. Um, we don't have to be wound up de- Democratic robots. We can have our voices and stuff. And like I said too uh, earlier, the you know, Democratic Party left those openings there to be to be played with. Funding for black colleges and all these other platforms uh, repealing the crime bill. Um, those are things that they, they, you know, they didn't really want to address until Donald Trump was waving the flag saying, you know, I'm helping, helping black colleges. So, um, you know, they left that door open for some people to say, hey, they, they don't care about us no more, any more than he does. Because the one part of the argument is, hey, Donald Trump's just honest. I, I, don't, I don't need him to be my friend or love me or anything, but it's just, you know, what is coming out of it you know, for us. I don't really care that he supports um, white supremacists or whatever, because I don't, you know, I don't know that the Democrats that are in there or, you know, really love me or or love black people or, or, you know, whatever it may be. And and I understand, you know, I I understand that people can say one thing and, 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 and mean another, but when you don't have, um, when you do have, you know, just proof that the person is doing that or the person is believes in something contrary to the promises that they're making and they've repeatedly had the actions showing that they believe in something different. It's, it's just tough for me. It's tough for me, with, you know, with Ice Cube. Um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not the kind of person, I don't, I don't really get mad at anybody and stuff. And there's been a number of African-Americans to come out and support Trump, so he's, he's not the first person. But um, somebody that you know just uh, has always been um, so anti-establishment as it related related to the suppression 
of African Americans, it is it is surprising because you do have to look at the 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 overall the overall um, good message, meaning um, you know the overall message that you're sending out by you know by doing this thing, and you have to ignore the problem with Trump is you have to ignore a lot of things that are totally disrespectful, demeaning. Um, to African Americans to support them, and personally, that's a hurdle that um, you know that I I just personally you know couldn't get over. And I'm not telling anybody you know who to vote for. You know, if you're a free, independent thinking person and you got your reasons, you know, you got your reasons. But for those people, I, I just want to you know throw the discussion out there and have them you know reflect on that. I'm not trying to force anything down anybody's throat. I, I just want you to take a couple steps and just kind of, re, you know, reflect on the whole thing. So, um, you know, those are, you know, pretty much my thoughts. Too many, sometimes um, we, we, we just get caught up in having a chance to, you know, be the change. And, and we have to ask ourselves, are we really wanting to be the change or are we being seduced? by the platform it, it may present. Was Steve Harvey really, you know, caught up in, in ch- making change with Trump or was he seduced by the platform that he has sitting down with the president? You know what I mean? Kanye West, um, you know, is he is really, you know, into Donald Trump that way or was he seduced by the platform? Was it something that, you know, for whatever way, for the reasons you know, whatever way we're built, or they're built, they couldn't um, resist the platform. And I'm just hoping that this isn't the, the you know, the case with Ice Cube. I understand you can get, you know, a couple of points in your plan and everything, man. But the overall message, uh, you know, can be more damning, you know, in my opinion. And, you know, um, I, 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 I support independent thought by all means, and I, you know, I have the right to disagree with it. But I don't, I don't, I'm not really a basher for, you know, for somebody's own independent thought. I will openly, in their presence, speak against it. So I, I just hope that the the seduction of the platform um, is not it, because a lot of times we, when we have, you know, the, the people that have named out celebrities. Um, a lot of times they, they, they're really addicted to attention and you, you have to be a little bit that way to, you know, to have wanted, wanted to be a celebrity in the first place. You wanted to perform, you wanted to do something, you, you, you wanted to be in front of people. And sometimes when, um, you know, our platform changes, you know, as you probably is more financially secure than, than he probably has been in his career. But, um, you know, he was probably bigger when he was trying to, you know, break through. And and, and when he had the streets, you know, he, he, he was the guy, you know. And I don't know, maybe he's just missing a little bit of that. You know, there's so much going on now because a lot of times, um, you know, being wealthy is fine, but a lot of people... They, they want they want to be you know back in the spotlight and, and 
And I, I just hope that this isn't his idea of um, getting back in the spotlight because I don't think it's a, a, a strong look. I don't think it's a strong look for him. And I'm, and I'm, you know, reserving some judgment because I haven't, you know, I don't have, you know, all the facts. And I'm hoping that there's more facts out there that will make me feel better about the situation. That's, 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 that's what, really what I'm hoping. That it's just, it's just more to it. Like, say it ain't so, man. You know? But life is life, man. You live long enough to see things. And you live, you learn, man. And, and the longer I live, I'm, I'm you know, surprised by less and less. Less and less. So we'll wrap it up right there. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode on the Black Vote. Ice Cube. Uh, Republicans. Black people were supporting um, Donald Trump, and we'll call it a day.